it's us having a conversation. We just happen to have fancy headwear on. <laughs> we got headgear. <laughs> That's about it. Everything else is yeah. just us having a conversation. Okay. All right, Josh, take it away. Welcome to Get Real. My name is Josh Morgan, a.k.a. The Renovating Realtor. And I'm Gavin Townsend, longtime real estate investor with a background in education in the arts turned licensed sale professional. We're two realtors in the western New York area who love talking all things real estate. We cover a wide variety of topics with an aim to educate and entertain you. No matter your role as a buyer, seller, investor, enthusiast, or another real estate professional. You can trust that we're always going to be upfront and honest no matter what topic we're discussing. So listen up and get ready to, to get, get real. Are we ready to go? Let's go. Look at this. We are on season one, episode 11. We have a special guest with our licensed associate broker, Michelle Slashel. Woo! And branch director for Hunt Real Estate ERA Batavia. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> she has been waiting so long to make that reference. So yes. if anybody out there gets it. Come on, guys. Anyone in the 90s that watched Saturday Night Live should understand that right away. <laughs> Welcome, Michelle. We're so happy that you made some time for us today. Thanks for coming on. Great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're, we're thrilled that you're here. So, Josh, you know, we're, um, and I have been really excited for you to be on the show. Um, I know that we provide some outlines or questions and things, but really we want this to be a great conversation. For those of you that don't know, Michelle Schlossel, another icon in the real estate industry in our area, um, and our branch director in Batavia and also over Pittsford, um, and previously to that, Williamsville with Hunt Real Estate ERA, um, truly our leader and visionary in the Batavia office. Were it not for Michelle, this office wouldn't have happened. Uh, we would not have acquired the beautiful building at 97 Main Street that we would have acquired, and it certainly, we wouldn't be here recording this podcast without you, Michelle. So thank you. I think everybody has to understand um, who is amongst us today and, and, the, and what we're going to learn from Michelle and all of her years of experience, not just as a real estate sales professional, but as a manager of agents and herding cats like Josh and I. Yeah. And that taught us how it's done out there in the field. Now you can tell us what it takes, you know, on the back end, the office end, what it, what it takes to build great teams, right? I was going to save the herding cats for later, but I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> so, Michelle, tell us a little bit about yourself. Obviously, we know you well, but um, I'm expecting we're going to have a couple surprise stories today, which is what we love. And for our audience out there, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I've been licensed, I can't believe it, 22 years, been managing. It's my 17th year. Wow. Um, it's been a great career. I was a uh, owned a salon before. I was a hairdresser. I had my own business, so I was looking for something different. And realist, uh, um, great realtors are usually great hairstylists too. Yeah, so I had a lot, of, a lot of contacts and wanted to do something uh, different. Didn't want to go back to college. I took the course. I had eleven listings the first six months in the business from just people I knew. Wow! And uh, it's, it's been a great career and. A few years later, I got into management, and uh, I'll tell you, it's gone by really fast. That's amazing. 11 listings in, what'd you say, the first six months? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm wow. working on like, like three. <laughs> Different market, Josh. That says a lot. That says a lot, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So what do you think it takes to be a great real estate professional? I know that we're going to talk a little bit about management today, but in all your experience of being a professional yourself and actually grooming, cheerleading, doing all this for other professionals, what are the best of the best made of? So I think you have to be a self-motivator because you're an independent contractor. And um, although we have guidelines in the brokerage to follow, um, it's really up to the individual to really make their career um, happen. Uh, I think you have to be a good problem solver. Uh, people skills are a plus. Um, you have to be caring. Um, you know, it's, it's just there's so many different things. Authentic. You have to be yourself because you will draw people to you. That, that like you. Do you think it's more important to have all of the knowledge of the industry and the facts and the figures and the mathematical or analytical or kind of science mind? Um, are people skills more important? What What is that I, ratio? I think you any? have to be a student of the business. You have to know your market. You have to know your numbers. But at the end of the day, they're choosing you because somebody told me a long time ago, we're all selling the same product. Why are they going to choose you? Because they know, like, and trust you. Absolutely. That's yeah. a great point. So you have to work really hard to get people on your side, right? That's just, that's a tough game, too. Yeah, I mean, be yourself and the people you know, your sphere, get out there. Um, you know, Gav, you're great in the community. Um, Thanks. And we're so happy to be here in downtown Batavia, I think. This building itself has been a dream for me for a long time. And my son said to me, Mom, you got your dream, you got that building. So it's I think incredible. that was a huge accomplishment. And uh, we've got a great team here. And it's a great business. It's it's not it's not a hard business, but it's... Detail-oriented. It's, right? yeah. it's what our friend said. Nancy at Hunt Mortgage often says. It's not difficult, per se, but it's detailed, and I think it depends on what your vantage point is and what kind of agent you are and how you're running your business. Yeah. There's difficulty, but... Sure, and I think there's nuance to every transaction that you do, but from my point of view, not being in it that long, it's you have your core steps that you do in each transaction, but within those, each co those core steps, you... Okay, you get different things or different scenarios that present yourself that you present yourself with, and it's like, how am I going to do this? How do we get through this? Because you could be the quitter, right? Yep, transaction's over, it's dead. Let's go back to the beginning. Or you could say, okay, it's still alive. We can save this. How do we say this, or what do we do? Right. You know, it's all working with the other person on the other side to find that crossroads, right? And I, I know people can't see me. I just did an X with my hands. <laughs> And it's like, how do we find what the, what the seller is willing to accept and the buyer is willing to do, or what the seller is willing to do and what the buyer is willing to accept in each transaction? And so that takes a lot of problem-solving skills, as you've stated, Michelle. But I, but I think if you're looking at things to, at, a, at a micro level like that all the time, you're not seeing the big picture. And that's something I've learned from Michelle in that you can't, what's your favorite saying, Michelle, you can't win the race when you're looking behind you. So. Absolutely. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about Mar Michelle's accomplishments. Let's talk about if you've got those numbers available, Michelle, if you don't, you know, but you've grown. There's a, lot, there's a lot of them. You've grown branches, brokerages, et cetera. Um, tell us a little bit about your success and the key to that success, how you start an office in an area, how you grew um, offices um, in our region and how you're kind of the go-to girl to fix it. Well, one of my favorite things to do is to go into an office, an existing, existing office, or 
we did the brand new office here is to go in and see, you know, the sales professionals that we have. You know, what are we lacking? What kind of people do we need? How can we really build a culture of not only a, just great people that are going to go out there, do a lot of business, and really help the community, uh, and just have a great, you know, work hard, play hard. Mm-hmm. And in Batavia, it was pretty easy. It's my hometown. I knew what I was looking for. You know, you can handpick the people that come, and we've been so fortunate with all of you that are here. Um, and this podcast is amazing because you guys are raising the bar for offices <laughs> all over the place. It's just something different. Yeah. Thanks. So they all know Gavin and Josh with the podcast. So um, it, it's it's a great thing to kind of pick apart and think, you know, how can I fix? What do we need here? What do the agents need? How can each person, you know, be better in their career? And how can I help them do that? Whether it's education, whether they just need a little a little confidence in themselves or whatever it is, that, that's what I thrive on. Absolutely. What do you think are the rewards and challenges of managing in real estate? And you can break that out in any way you want if you have a good story to illustrate that. But we're just curious because you've got this kind of unspoken book of knowledge that I, I don't think the public often understands the role of a manager in a real estate office. I think they think about the individual agents and things like that. Well, but they might not see you. They don't yeah, see you. They yeah. see us. But behind the scene, you are motivating us. Absolutely. And I think motivation in a managerial sense is specific to the person, would you say? you know, mm-hmm. It's different. Yeah. I mean, I think my management skill is I don't want to be... Um, <clears throat> you know, the biggest personality building. I want to build everybody up. So, you know, they say build a team so strong that nobody knows who the leader is. That's kind of the way I am. I'd rather see you guys get better and and be, you know, be successful. And when somebody says to me, you know, I almost quit, but, you know, after I talked to you, you know, I got a listing or I have a sale and and they stick with it because I can tell you that I almost quit three, four times myself, and I'm so glad I didn't. And I had people in my life that really encouraged me and saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. And <clears throat> I always want to pay it back to everyone else. So what? let's dig into that a little bit. Three or four times that you were considering changing careers, what was pushing you to that? What, what were the challenges that you were experiencing that obviously you're more than capable of surmounting? So when I when I changed careers, I got into real estate I, a couple years, and then they the manager at the office was stepping down due to health concerns, and they looked and looked to find somebody, and they interviewed a couple people, a couple people they brought in, other agents were screaming like, oh my gosh, don't hire this person, or we don't need... So one day, um, the general manager came up to me, and he said, why not you? And I'm like, me? Why me? He's like... You know, you had your own business, you know, you're this, you're that. And I'm like, I am. And I'm like, I'm not worthy. And he's like, why would you say that? So um, he saw something in me and he gave me a couple goals. You know, you're going to have 30 agents. The, you know, there should be so many companies in town. And within recruiting, like everything you put in my head came to fruition because he believed in me. So that is something that 
I try to pay forward to everybody else. Like so, so he saw the seed planted, and he came over with a little bit of water and could, may, maybe some 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 champagne too. But that's okay. <laughs> and got that plant growing. I mean, I think that says a lot, and that's how I feel that we're supported by Michelle in our office. And I like the push pull, you know, analogy in management too. So you pushed so long, so long, right? You know, with your career, you pushed through a lot of things, persevered, and now you've turned around, and now you're pulling all of us along, and you're showing us, you know, transaction by transaction, person by person, what it takes to make it in the business. And so anytime we come to you, anytime I've come to you with it, with an issue, you've been more than happy to help me with that. And so I'm really appreciative of that, but you're constantly pulling me along and showing me what it takes. Kicking you in the butt. Yeah. And challenging me. Challenging. Yeah. Challenging (laughs) as well to, you know, push these people through to be successful because that's what they want, you know, but are, this is what it takes. Can you, will you do it? Yeah. I know you can, but will you do it? Is that, I mean, I think that's, that's how I feel, you know? And a lot of times, you know, you'll come to me with a question and say, what do you think I should do? And it's really just listening because really, you know, the answer, but you just have to hear yourself say it. And I'm like, yeah, I agree. That's great. And, you know, teach them how to fish, right? That's, that's mine. You guys can do it. But you would just, correct us if we didn't know. Well, absolutely. <laughs> and, and we are absolutely <laughs> grateful for that. Like, we're here to be successful. Yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah. Be, oh, I'm not really sure if I would do it that way, but maybe this way would work. And 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 that's the way to, that's the way you teach somebody to kind of come up with your own solution and just kind of guide you there. Well, and that's the sounding board that I like here too. Is you know, is hey, I'm thinking about this. Well. I, I've not done that in the past, but you know what? Hey, maybe it'll work. Right. Just getting different perspectives. And I think collectively, that's why we work so well together here, because we're all very different individuals. And um, Michelle has grown a office where we, we are complementing each other. You know, and it's it, there's competition too to a healthy extent, of course. But I think we choose to quote hustle humbly, community over competition in this office, and and it's that culture that Michelle has definitely um, put into and instilled in all of us. So I know that, and if you have the figures, I don't know if you do or not. But what, how have you grown this office? Do you, do you know uh, like what percentages or? you know, from what we were doing in the past to what we're doing now? Well, we started growth. from zero, so mm-hmm. it's all growth. And yeah. we've actually, we're pretty competitive in Genesee County. We're, we're pretty high up there. We, uh, I don't have the figures in front of me as far as numbers, but... We're number two, though, right? We are number two, yeah, which is pretty good after two years. Pretty incredible, especially with some of our competitors. Yeah, trailblazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, number one's always better. I am a little competitive, but we'll get there. <laughs> I just hear in my head, one is the lone. But, it's, a, but it's, it's amazing. It's That's pretty incredible and impressive. And I think, you know, it, the uh, people see us coming, and it's funny. They kind of have coined us Hunt Mafia because yeah. <laughs> here they come. We're making shirts. Don't yeah, worry. Absolutely. <laughs> that might be a good giveaway, Josh. We're going to make shirts. We've got the mugs. We're making the shirts. We're, we're getting stuff in the background. <laughs> Michelle, you've also managed and you continue to manage places um, in addition to Batavia that are very different in market and dynamic and culture. Can you speak to that a little bit and what's your key to success be able to then pivot and go and manage those areas and then go and be fix-it girl, right? Um, you did such a, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. You do so well somewhere and then they send you to go fix something else. So I've been fortunate. I've worked in Buffalo Market. Now I'm working in Rochester, and there's similar challenges in each in each office, but yet they're different. 
So I've been fortunate to work with all different kinds of agents and see their business model and see what works and, so that I can help other people in other markets um, be successful. So I'm, I'm fortunate and I do love going different places and different offices. And now I'm in Rochester, I'm in Brighton Pittsford. Um, so I'm excited um, what we can do with Brighton Pittsford. But I can tell you everywhere I go, they all know Batavia. Oh, well. Hey. So. All right. <laughs> awesome. That's that's great to know. And it's exciting for us, too, because obviously in our community, we're equidistant between the two cities. And so we've really enjoyed that opportunity to connect with our colleagues in our brokerage and otherwise in the Buffalo area. And now under Michelle's leadership, we're going to extend that the other way. And that's really exciting. I think that's really one of the most important things and elements and hallmarks of our location here in Batavia that we're able to be flexible and go between all of those metro areas. Yeah, and we're also, a, you know, a halfway point for agents out there that may have leads here, you know, and they need help with, and vice versa. And vice versa. And vice versa, it's absolutely. Awesome. Yep. Um, what, so throughout all the years, what do you think, how has the industry industry changed, the real estate industry changed? It seems like it's changing weekly, the way business is done, technology, what works, um, it's definitely something you have to keep up with, but yet you have to see what your sphere, like, like a very seasoned agent like Annette, you know, more working her sphere, newer agents, you know, social media is where you really have to start until you get that base of clients where you can farm them and or areas you want to farm. Um, it's definitely changing, you know, there's, you're always trying to get us to do a, what do we do today? Yeah. <laughs> promo. Uh, we we did a little promo video today. Big social and, uh, media promo. We're taking, Gavin and I are taking people out of their comfort zone. It's going to go viral. Yeah. Life, life begins uh, at the end of your comfort zone. And uh, my life starting today because this is a, a very busy day here. Yeah. That's we're awesome. doing a lot. We're doing a lot of stuff. So it's, it's changed. And I think, Gav, yeah, marketing wise, maybe you can speak to this too. But as a newer agent too, you want to kind of find your tribe, right? For sure. You have to find the people that are doing kind of get you. Yeah, and for sure. I mean, that. the obvious place to start when you're first starting out, you know, and, you know, with Michelle and with Annette as, as incredible um, leaders and, and mentors in that regard, you work with who you know. Um, it's your family member. It's um, it's the clubs, the activities that you're involved with. Um, I'm fortunate too with my family here. Um, I have a big family. <laughs> no, so, not you. <laughs> it's ironic because I'm an only child myself. But that being said, it's all about working that sphere and going from there. But as Michelle has mentioned, and Josh knows, and anyone that's listening probably knows, I was not on social media until I started is a licensed real estate sales professional. And I think some people are like, okay. <laughs> it's, very, it's very hard to believe. You are the social media person. But that's you? what's funny. And, yeah. and again, it, it, it's all about working with your leader and your branch director and your mentors, et cetera, in my opinion, of what is, you got to come up with a brand, a personal brand. And you might not know it right away in the first few years, but I decided that, okay, I just started. There's no income coming. What do I do and what's going to be effective and where are people and where do I meet them? It's social media. And Michelle was like, go with it. <laughs> Just see what it is. And so I think that's what's an important part of the branch director role too is understanding everybody's differences, understanding that not everyone's going to be, you know, out there on social media 24-7. Maybe that's not the best use of her time. Maybe it's that sphere and working that in traditional ways. It's about the audience, and Michelle always makes that clear to us to pursue that and find the tribe. 
Yeah, it depends on the agent. I mean, some agents are and managing the office, they're all at different points of their career. So you have to see what works for them. And, and, and some agents will absolutely not do much on social media, and that's okay if they're okay. doing other things. For sure. Your mailers, uh, your out and abouts, your, your handshaking and kissing babies and things like that. There's what was your thing when you were uh, on, in the field and, and doing it and day-to-day grind? What was your... Uh, like, how did you develop your base? What was the secret sauce? I think I had a really me? good base because, you know, being a hairdresser for so long, I knew so many people. Yeah. It, it unfortunately came a little bit easy, um, success as far as listings and sales. Fortunately. Although I did not really <laughs> right. know what I was doing, but um, I had a lot of business. So it was you just... You had the sphere. The sphere, and that really, that really helped me. So you had a good base before you went into it, and you just kind of pivoted and turned that base from your customer base, your existing yeah, and, customer and base. And a lot and of people are either a dual career or it's a second career. You know, teachers make amazing um, <laughs> real estate agents. You know, they already, you know, I always say if they trust you with their child, they're going to trust you with the biggest uh, purchase sure. of their life. And then, you know, Josh does a, a very good He's definitely not a part-time real estate agent. He's a dual career, mm-hmm. and he does it very well. Yes. And I'm so proud of Josh. Appreciate and, uh, Yeah, I've known Josh a long it's not time. Easy. Old enough to be his mother, I might add. <laughs> you don't have to say that. On that. <laughs> Maybe you cut that out of the. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. It's definitely going to make it. Michelle, what would you say then? And again, this can be a story or an item, but what what's your greatest accomplishment or accomplishments so far in your career? So I was thinking about this, and I really am, and, I, and I've had offices, the village office, you know, in production, you know, I got that up to $240 million, and I really enjoyed working with three teams, and I think my greatest accomplishment is actually this building here in Batavia, because, you know, I've been driving by this building for years, and I was plus years, so probably. sad, Same. I'm like, we need, somebody needs to bring this back to life, and I was persistent with getting the building and, uh, you know, thank you to Peter Hunt and Charlie Hunt for seeing the vision of, mm-hmm. of putting a real estate office in this amazing historic building. Um, and I love to go by and the lights are on and I, I really think I'm, I'm most proud of this. So this was your vision cast to them yes. and they were, they were totally receptive of that. And they said, yeah, I, I think that you have the, what it takes to get this done. Yep. Let's, Go, let's get behind this. And most, uh, you know, larger companies, they won't make a commitment to open a brand new office unless they have X amount of agents. But I'm like, you know, Jay Teresi and I were like, I know we can do this. I'm like, this is my home turf. I know the people I want, the kind of people I want here. You know, I don't want a lot of agents, but I want some really, really good agents. And um, it seemed to work out. Absolutely. Because I don't know if people know, but I mean, it takes a lot to do stuff, to do what they've done to this building. Incredible. A lot of of resources, a lot of planning, Michelle has, you know. In a short amount of time, if you think about it, the turnaround time from, you know, obviously there was a purchase involved and a renovation involved. And at the same time, Michelle is running, starting a real estate office in a leased space that fortunately we were right next door. I mean, what are the odds of that? It just, it just worked out perfectly. We talked about the purchase and I talked to the owner of the building. He's like, wait a minute. My tenant just left, and it was like Bingo. this is totally meant to be that Timing. that we're going to be here, and it just worked out with the agents um, that we were able to bring over, and you know Lauren's been a great um, asset to us, and she's really 
been the glue to hold us all together when I'm not here on days. So absolutely. Um, but it's it's a beautiful building. If anybody gets a chance, come visit us. It's I think it's the most beautiful building in Batavia. I think it's nice inside. to see you know, a, a business come downtown, invest in the downtown area, revitalize it, take a building that's been vacant for, well, on and off, but primarily vacant for, you know, a decade or two and turn it into a lively business. Right. For sure. For sure. Um, what would you say? I can't imagine because I know that we can all sit here all day and talk about real estate all day. <laughs> Literally, we all love it. But Michelle, what would you say if there's one thing or several things that you love most about real estate, what would they be? So the thing I love about real estate is it's different every day. Um, you'll never be bored if you're somebody that um, thrives on a challenge and you know you can make as much money, it, it, the effort you put into it. And your quality of life is good too because you can somewhat schedule your life you know, if you're a parent, you can, you won't miss that soccer game. You're not going to miss right. that football game. You can, um, it, it really is a, it's a great career. And uh, that that's what I love about it. I thrive on the excitement of it. Mm -hmm. You know, getting a deal that's really difficult and you've figured it out and you close it and you've really helped somebody move to where they need to be. It's, it's, it's rewarding and it's, it's an amazing career. So since you've been the visionary, and again, we wouldn't all be here were it not for you, the building wouldn't have existed, the office wouldn't have existed, et cetera. What, what else is in your uh, crystal ball for the future? What do you, what's your vision moving forward? Where do you see yourself, see our brokerage, see our agents in maybe the next three to five years? Hmm. Well, I think we're going to continue to grow. Uh, definitely uh, here and then Brighton-Pittsford, I think we're going to see probably the most growth. Excited, I think. Uh, Hunt's going to be much larger in Rochester in the next five years. Mm -hmm. I'm going to certainly put a plan in place to bring people over to a culture and a brand that they're going to thrive. Mm -hmm. I think Hunt is huge in Buffalo, not as big in Rochester, but we definitely need to get the word out, and I'm excited to be there and to grow Batavia and, and do some more for the community. I'm excited to, you know, we are the uh, one of the sponsors for the SPCA in Wyoming County. I'd like to do a large fundraiser for them to really help them. They need some, they want to build a new uh, a space to have more animals come in. So we visited there not too long ago, and we were very impressed with what they do with so little, it, as it, many of these support organizations and SPCAs do, but we were right. really blown away by Wyoming County. Yeah, they really have a dedication to the animals, and we'd reached out to a couple other places to help them, and a couple places didn't get back to us, and then we called them, and they were, like, overjoyed to partner <laughs> with us. Sure. And I'm like, we are going to do everything we can to make this better for them. Yeah. It's, the work they do. It's, that's been very rewarding. So when you see us participating in BID, uh, Batavia Downtown Business Improvement District uh, events, like the Beer Walk, et cetera, Holidays in the City, and things like that, we're always adding in an element for fundraising to support um, the Wyoming County SPCA. So always look for that, too. Michelle, you had a critical role in us, um, you know, being positioned downtown and not just uploading and, and, and being helpful to the community with our real estate services, but being a viable part of the community. Well, I love being downtown. I've always wanted to have an office downtown, and we've made such great relationships. And there's some businesses down here that are amazing, some business owners that are really 
they really want to put Genesee County, Batavia on the map. So I'm really looking forward to to, to bringing more business downtown and seeing and seeing people walk around is amazing. It is the I foot mean, traffic. Two years ago, there was no foot traffic. Right. So it's, it was like a ghost town, but I think town. it's so fun for us. It's so fun. <laughs> people walk in, they're curious about the building. Maybe they're not even in the market or they're in the market. They're here. They, right. and, and they love that we're, we're located down here and it's great. So by the way, Michelle, congratulations. I know that Hunt Real Estate ERA Batavia, Hunt Real Estate in general, was nominated as a top realty office in the Genesee Valley Penny Saver uh, Reader's Choice Awards. Anything yes. you want to say about that? Yes, we were, that's, we were, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, we've we some big hitters yeah, there. We've not honored, been here yeah, to be nominated uh, as the favorite realty uh, brokerage. And I would appreciate if everybody votes for us, but maybe you won't hear this until after. But that's uh, incredible. And Annette Rotundo was nominated. Um, favorite realtor. So that is definitely something we're really proud of here. And we don't take it lightly and we are excited and uh, we're here to help. Yeah, it's that was huge for us. You know, I don't even think we were aware of the process and we are no. so grateful to all of our supporters in the community for nominating us. We really appreciate that. And we would love your vote. Um, we're, we're here to stay and we're honored to be working with you. So that's really exciting. Um, Josh, you want to go into your hot seat rapid fire questions with Michelle? Is she ready? Is she prepped? I don't know if we shared those with her. Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> I think we prepped her enough. So uh, question number one is, is there a real estate goal that you haven't hit yet? A bucket list item that's something you just, you got to do before you call it quits and hang up the... Well, Josh, I'm not quite that old yet. I'm just saying. I say you can stick around a while. Just, but, it's just a question. Um, <laughs> well, I think, you know, number one in Batavia, I think growing Rochester... Um, Number one in Batavia would be huge for me. Let's just say that would be a top on my list. Shell is challenge oriented. Yeah. If there's a if there's a competition, I'm a little competitive. As yeah. You know, if there's a competition, we've got to win it. We've got to get it. If there's we a will spot, win it. We will. See, this is what I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> she says you will sell a house in 30 days. I yeah. Said, so okay. Josh, it's such a manifestation, isn't it? And then you're like, how did she come up with that? And you're like, oh my god, it happened. It's like, why are you being so aggressive to me, Michelle? And then 30 to 29 days later. But did it not happen to you? It happened. Yes. Same with same here. I mean, it it's happened. incredible. So the story was Josh would come in like every Friday. He would be here. He'd sit. He'd have his dedication is doing his stuff. And I'm like, yep. okay, we got to make something happen here. So I'm like, I gave him the challenge. I go, you're gonna sell a house in the next 30 days. And he's like, why are you being so tough on me? I go, you can do it. I go 30 days, and absolutely because I put that in his head, mm -hmm. it, it came to fruition. And I think that really started you. Yeah, and I don't mind it either. You know, I like the ch I like the challenge. I like a goal. I like to have some you have to have something to aim for. If you just come in and just wander about aimlessly, then I don't think you're ever going to do what it is you set out to do. Especially if you think that this career could be you could be successful at this career, at this career path. You know, you have to have something to aim for. If you're just shooting shots out of the sky hoping yeah. that it lands, right. you're probably going to be disappointed. There's got to be some design. You know, yeah, involved. And, and that's that takes you know that takes planning, that takes goals. You have to write Motivation. it. You have to write it down. You have to be that self starter that Michelle was talking about, that entrepreneurial spirit. And it's amazing how Michelle will come at you like that because I remember when I first started, and you know, the, if 
for anyone that knows me, I, I was a real estate office administrator for the admin. Um, and I thought, okay, you know, and things happened. And then I uh, decided to get licensed. And my goal was, well, if I make as much as I did as an admin or yep. whatever the case may be, then I'll know that the sign was there to, to, that I made the right decision. You know, I've got other things going on, but that would be, that'd be kind of neat. <laughs> and I remember Michelle coming to me and saying, so what do you think you're going to do? And I'm like, oh, this is, I told the story about it. if I can exceed this, I'm kind of thinking that. And she's like, no. And she told me, here's the number. And I'm like laughing, like, okay, all right, Michelle, oh, I get it, whatever. It happened and we surpassed it. Yeah. So it's well, all well surpassed, I must say. <laughs> and it's, it's interesting. It's somebody recognizing in you something that you didn't. And it's not to say that you're not confident or something, but Michelle has the ability to see something in you that you just don't. And she can put goals and metrics involved at the same time and place it with a personality. And somehow she's always right. And then you actually exceed that. And you thought what she said was insane. (laughs) And then you go from there. So I have to say, this isn't something we can illustrate on an audio file podcast here. You have to understand there's a, there's this mystical quality of Michelle in some ways too, that she's able to do these things because I'm amazed what she does. She finds the way to build momentum within individuals Yep, and keeps them going. Yeah. So well, oh, we're you're da- too kind. Both well, and while we're down <laughs> but here, it's true. We well, can't. It's even... not a sprint, you know. And we do a lot. We do transactions, and it seems like it's fast paced, but really, it's a marathon. And while we're down here running the marathon, you're in, you're on the sidelines, giving us the water, cheering us along, yeah. and keeping us going. Yeah. And that's so we're really thankful of that. But Michelle, you also keep me going. I'm like, you guys are awesome. You're like having Red Bull in the office. I tell everybody, <laughs> like you give me like uh, new energy all the time to be here, and I'm I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Thanks for supporting Gavin and I's crazy ideas. Yeah, I love it. I'm like, what are they gonna do next? It's like wherever I go, I'm like they know Batavia, they know what everybody's doing here. I'm like, this is amazing. It, it's fun. It doesn't feel like a job, and I think that's a big key to the success of that too, because. It's it's not about how many followers and subscribers we want you to do that, but it's it's wonderful when people say, "Hey, I listened to that episode again because my daughter is going to be a buyer, and I thought this would be important for me as a support member um, on that team to be helpful." And there's no better compliment than that we have the ability here and the leverage within our brokerage to create quality, free, supportive material like that. So, yeah. you know, that's that's another testament to Michelle and our ability to do what we really want to do here, to be a, a public servant. And obviously you, you care because you care about the actual business that you're out giving information. You know, it's whether it brings you business or not, you're doing it for the public. And, Absolutely. You know, people are always moving and, and a lot of times you help someone elderly parent or someone has passed or people are getting divorced and like you never forget what an important job we have you know right. it's not just a sales job you're no. really helping people to get to the next spot in their life and 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 it's so important and they you know my Angelou said you know you're going to forget what they say but you never forget the way they made you feel and mm-hmm. that's so important that's that's huge that's really why we're here Michelle, is there some like greatest, most special deal you've ever done? I know you've obviously had to have represent some family members, et cetera, but maybe special for the warm and fuzzy reasons or maybe special because it was challenging. We want to hear some stories from you. I was thinking about what stories. One of the listings that I, when I first got in the business was a lead that came through the office 
And the manager, I thought, well, let's just give it to her and see what she does with it. Well, I came back. It was this beautiful listing on East Court Street in Warsaw. It mm. was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I still love the house. I drive by it. And I ended up selling it myself and selling them another house. And this was only a couple of years in the business. And I was so proud that I did that. And um, I'm quite sure that he wouldn't have given that lead to me if he would have known what a good one it was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bingo. Beautiful. Yeah, um, that is a beautiful area. You know, a couple of listings on Ellicott Avenue, which since I was a child, really loved the houses. Able to sell a couple of those. Dr. Trifthauser's mm-hmm. house was beautiful. Was one of them. And I, that really meant a lot. Um, you know, for the, with all the people that they knew that they trusted me to come in and, and sell it. So much more that you mentioned just a little bit ago. It's so much more than the salesy part of what we do. That right. you're born and raised in this community, and you you come to know and love these specific homes. But we attribute much more to it than that. We knew who grew up there, always drew, drove by it as a kid, and thought it was amazing. I mean, you know, do you experience that in all of the markets you work in, Michelle? It's kind of interesting because I think in Batavia we we're very attached to our area and, and maybe just, and even throughout the glow region, like, Oh, I've always loved that house. And, right. you know, and even when you don't get the listing yourself, but it's a house that you love, we're so excited for everybody. Do you feel that sort of connection to the community um, and its culture through architecture or homes in other areas? I do. When I was in Williamsville, there was certain areas that agents loved and houses they knew and family knew the family that lived there and I, I think it's the same. I think even though it's big, it's small because a- agents usually work a, a certain area in Buffalo, Rochester, although they can go any place with their license, but they seem to have that pride in certain areas. Yeah, for sure. I think it's the story attached to some of these houses, right? Especially with, you know, living in the area and living in Batavia, you know, finally you're on the, you're on the side of a business that you get to be involved in these these scenarios. And so you're like, Oh, like Gav said, oh, I've always driven by this house, and finally, yeah. I get to be involved in this place. I love them all somehow, for the most part. Gavin loves every house. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's I a know. sickness. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like your man, house I've, sick. Yeah. I've always wondered what this house looks like on the inside. What right. have you What have you done with it? You right. know, and it's like, how has this progressed over the years? How has it changed? How hasn't it changed? Right. Maybe you kept it the same. Like it hasn't changed since you bought it. You've made improvements, small incremental improvements. What we said maintained versus improved. Yes. Totally different, right? Yeah, they're, totally different. They're distinctly different. But so it's it's interesting to, as you go through, I think, and just to be able to see all of that stuff within your own community. Absolutely. And going and just recently I was over in a home that I hadn't been in at least 20 years, probably 25. And one of my childhood friends, I remember very distinctly um, being there for surprise parties and hiding in the built-in cabinets and all of that. And here I am showing this home, um, I think gives another level. And then, you know, I remember, I'm like, didn't there used to be like a doll in this corner over here? And sure enough, we went up to the attic and the old Raggedy Ann and Andy's were still there. So, you know, it's just, you just... Sometimes you know a house too well. They didn't talk to you, did they? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> um, back to our questions for Michelle, though. Um, Michelle, what would you say is a key to success for you? For myself? Yeah, I for think yourself. it's just... And, can, and, yeah. and in general. I, I think you just get up every day and you start again. I mean, sometimes you don't have a good day and you're like, you know, tomorrow's going to be better. And, you know, just keep going and do your best and help other people. And I think, you know, the business takes care of itself. If you have the right um, the right mindset and the right heart and you want to do the right thing, I think it, it comes back to you and 
I'm truly not in it for the money. I'm I, I'm so happy to be here today. I love this building, and I, I love I love the real estate business. It's like no other. Yeah. Do the small things every day, and the rest takes care of itself. Yeah. That's kind of that's what I heard out of that. Was I right? Mm-hmm. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you get up every day, have the right mindset, do the small things, everything else falls into place. Then it's not work. It's yeah. it's your it's a lifestyle. You know, it's it's something that you love, and and people will feed off of that energy. That's for sure. Right. Michelle, if you could go back to the beginning of your real estate career. We've gone round robin. These are tough questions. It's been a long time. No, and Josh developed these too. But what would you say is one of your back to basics tips? Um, actually, we got this from a post that we saw recently out on social media, and I thought that was really interesting. It was specifically polling veteran agents, managers, et cetera, of saying, you know, if you were to go back in time at the very start of your real estate career, What's one back-to-basics tip you wish you had known then? Well, I knew it, and a lot of agents, really successful agents, don't do it, is to really take all of their business they've done and really have a good database. And there are already people that know, like, and trust you. It's, you know, instead of a lot of agents will buy Zillow leads, they're looking for new business. If they just really go after the people that they already know and and, and work them and talk to them and stay in touch with them. I think that's the best part of the business if they do it right. I think sometimes for new people and myself included is because it's tough to go to people that you already know rather than people that don't know you. Because in some you, get ways. To, you get to be a brand new person to somebody right. that doesn't know you. They don't see you. you another way. But to people who know you, it's like, who are they going to care enough to give me their business or refer, even refer me to trust me enough to refer me. How, how do we do that? And so sometimes you get caught, I get caught up in the, the, the who cares, right? And you kind of write something out and you're like, oh, this could be really good. And you're like, and backspace, who cares? No one wants to hear that. But really you have to push, I think you have to push through that and put it out there. You have to put it out there. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, I mean, you have to be somewhat fearless and you can't worry about, what somebody's going to say or what are they going to think? It's just you know sometimes people are envious if you're doing well, which we we've seen before. But yep. you know just getting out there and call and say, you know, could you do me a favor? Because people always want to help. Can you help me? And and you know I'm I'm selling real estate. You know I'm excited. I you know my goal this year is to help 20 families move, get them where they want to go, and. It makes them think like they already know you. They're like, yeah, I definitely would give Josh or Gavin's name out. Yeah. So I think you have to put, I think there's going to be some rejection and that's okay. Um, but competition's to, okay. Yeah, it's because healthy. there's nothing worse than if you don't put yourself out there and somebody else gets that piece of business and you're like, you didn't make the call and you're like, ah, oh, I could have had that. Right. And, it, and it's taken me a while to be even semi okay with the rejection part of it. It's like, oh, they're gonna say no, so why even bother? And oh, come on. I still have to tell my, I still have to tell myself, I have to do this. You know what I mean? You gotta it's do? A no for now. You gotta develop that presentation so that you know they're not gonna say no. And you know what though? And it's like I wanna ask the question, I don't know how, but you know, sometimes I just say, I have to do this. I have to do this because if I don't, I know the outcome if I don't. If I do it, Correct. The story if, continues. If I do that action, maybe it'll turn into something awesome. Right. You know? And so you develop a relationship and, and there you are. And there's your, there's your growing sphere. Of but you can't be a secret agent. There's nothing worse than somebody that, saying, yeah. 
oh, Josh, I didn't know you were still selling real estate because you know, they haven't seen you or yeah. talked to you. A secret agent is a, That's a, great point. a hustle humbly thing. And that was, I was going to say that next was a secret agent. You don't want to. And yes, the, you know, it's, people need to know what you're doing. Right. It, don't, don't be the world's best secret. Yeah. Not in this business. <laughs> and don't take yourself so serious, right? Just yeah. do it. Clearly, that's why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> well, and another thing I had read too is is people don't buy what you're doing; they buy why you're doing it. And so, if you have a, a good story and you have good goals and good personal ethics of why you're doing something, right. that's what people are going to get behind. They're going to get behind that, and they're going to be willing to support you because you're doing something good or worthwhile. Or this is why I choose to recommend that person. Right. For sure. For sure. Michelle, is there anything else that you are burning to say and share with our audience? You know, um, any other insights? Give us all the secrets. Yeah, we want we want some good stories. Well, maybe I'll like save something for episode two or okay, something. Okay, good. Well, good. Uh, she's You're already coming com- back. There. She's coming back. Everybody's she had a good time. It. She's committed to part two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michelle, thank you so much for coming. We greatly appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. Um, again, split through many branches and um, never a dull moment in your life. We know it. So thank you for everything and thank you for coming yes, today. Thank you. Thank yep. you so much for having me. Thank Thanks for, for having, having me. me. <laughs> <laughs> and all of you out there, thank you for listening. So uh, you know the drill. We would love to continue doing this awesome resource, free resource for our community. So please go on to wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Josh, any tips on that so that they give us a review and a listen and a subscription? Yeah, check us out on Apple Podcast. Leave a five-star review. We would really appreciate it. Uh, also, a written review is great uh, to get the words out there. We really want to help as many people as we can. Also, reach us on media at Get Real Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, uh, GetRealPodcast at gmail.com. Send us your questions. We really want to know... We want to know what you want to know. Exactly. So that we're putting out relevant material for you guys. And And if you come up with some really good topics and questions, we might just get you on here, give you some swag, and um, make you part of the situation, you know, here on the podcast. We're even threatening to do a YouTube channel now. Yeah, make us scratch our heads and figure out, you know, (laughs) let's solve some problems on here, too. Let's do it. So thanks so much, everyone, for listening, and have a, a wonderful day, and tune in again soon. Bye, everybody. Thank you for tuning in with us today. We hope to see you next time. We're going to be doing this a lot more, so to be sure to leave us a review and a rating as it lets us reach more people and lets us know how we're doing. We hope you're doing well. Cheers until next time.